Howdy, howdy. Hey, this is Light on the Trail podcast. And on this episode, we're closing down 2023. Going to talk about plans for 2024, those races I have coming up, and a new pair of dancing shoes. Hello, everyone. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm Frank Colburn, your host, and this is Light on the Trail podcast. Happy New Year's or Happy New Year's Eve as it is uh, now when this comes out on the Sunday. But hey, it's almost over. So with that, right, we're going to make some plans for 2024. What are your plans? What are your goals? What are some things that maybe dropped off in 2023? Uh, Things that you also did really good that you want to continue to do good. Let's just talk. So I did get a new pair of shoes uh, the last couple of days. Uh, I have talked in the last couple of episodes before about um, the shoes that I have, the Ultra Outroads. Uh, what I liked about them, what I didn't like about them, but I was looking into getting some some new shoes. So uh, what I decided to go with, I was between, I, my initial plan was to get a pair of crafts. Uh, it's something, I will say honestly, part of what I, why, what drew me towards getting some crafts is that I have heard good things. I've actually heard some really good things. Um, they're a similar toe box fit to ultras, and that's what I'm used to, I guess, as of this year. Um, and they're just kind of unique. I never heard them before. To me, it feels more trail runny. Um, and then this other pair that I was kind of was interested in, um, and I did go with the other pair. So what I got was some Suckanies or Saucony's, uh Peregrine 13s. And I've, again, looking at reviews and heard things, and I've had a pair of Saucony's before. I didn't really use them for trail running. However, I used them for like my daily shoe, um, but I liked them because they were aggressive. Um, and that was that was a couple years ago, though. So yes, these are the Saucony Trails uh, Peregrine 13s. reason I, I still stuck with these, I wanted something more aggressive these are definitely more aggressive than the Outroads. Again, that shoe is supposed to be like a, a light trail shoe. So a trail shoe, but the lugs are are kind of, I'm going to say minimal. They're they're short. Um, there's more of them, so it's supposed to be able to kind of feel okay on the road too. Um, the stack height of these is very similar. I wanted to keep, I didn't want to throw my foot into shock um, if it would or, or would not. But since I was used to a zero stack, kind of a... Not not a hot not a, a high or thick foam sack. It was only I think um, twenty seven I believe on on the ultras. Um, these are a twenty eight. The pairings a twenty eight, and it has a zero drop. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the ultras had a zero drop and and a um, and a low stack. I'm, I'm mixing that up. Um, so these are very similar. These only have the peregrines only have a four millimeter drop uh, from from hill to toe. The hills at thirty two millimeters. And then the um, the the forefoot is at uh, whatever twenty seven or so, um, whatever equals the four millimeter drop. But so they're very similar. They're they're just a little more, you know, in quotes, speedy uh, looking. Um, I definitely wanted something a little more aggressive with the lugs. I took them out for just a little five k on on a trail. Um, that part of it did get. It was actually kind of washed out. I had to turn around, so it it got to go through some mud. Um, I don't want to say too much about it now because I've only put, like I said, three miles on him. Um, the toe box is definitely slimmer, like everything would essentially be if it's not a, an ultra or have that kind of larger, you know, intended toe box like the the ultras do or um, like the craft I was looking into. 
Um, just a little bit. There's still a little bit of room in the toe. These I wore a size 10 and a half in the Ultras. Uh, these Sauconies are a 10, and I actually still have some room at the front of the toe, so I'm not worried about my my front of my foot just being so crammed and stuff um, going downhill. I like the laces a lot. The the light fill, it's got like a, a neck kind of mesh um, for, for the upper and, and over the toe box with the vamp, but it's got um, like more of a protective surface uh, around the front of it or the toe uh, spots that I usually blow out in have a material over them and they're kind of covered. So these do seem a little more durable, a little more aggressive and rugged and ready to go. With that, ooh, this is already my plan. I do want to get a road shoe. So I have a dedicated trail shoe because I do not want to run on the road <laughs> with these things. So my outroads um, will probably end up being just for that until I get a road shoe. With that, if you can recommend a road shoe, please let me know. Uh, I've thought into trying actually some of the ultra road shoes. Um, I'd be okay with some hokas, even some new balances maybe. It all depends. And something I would be more acceptable of a, of a bigger stack height and more cushions since it's all going to be hard paved road. And, you know, in less technical essentially, not dodging roots and rocks and up and down as much. Um, more of a constant surface with roads. So I think I don't need as much stability um, and I could be benefited from more cushion from a constant hard surface going over and over. But I, don't, I haven't done that much road, you know, compared to trail running. So if you have a recommendation, please let me know. If there's a road shoe that you you love or there's one that you've tried or heard terrible things, please let me know. Send us an email, send me an email rather, at fullsteamaudioatoutlook.com. Um, and let me know. And I would love to look into that. That That's another plan. Um, going more into 2024. Um, so what's what's coming up? What's some of these these races I have coming up? What's the plan, right? Uh, we're going to do our biggest, biggest race, does whatever. Uh, longest distance also. But uh, coming up in just about two months, we do have a marathon in Colorado Bend State Park. Uh, here in Texas, not Colorado, if you don't know where the park is, but it is in here. In, it is here in Texas. Uh, it's the Tinahas, put on by Tejas Trails, uh, who is ran by Chris McWaters, who's been on the the show before, and also his uh, his kind of partner in crime, his race director uh, PJ. He's been on one of our earlier episodes as well. So some great guys. I'm finally going to get to meet them in person. I'm going to run the Tinahas, which is actually named. Uh, it's a big rock bowl that you get to run around at. Uh, the Colorado Bend State Park. So I've, I've been there twice. I don't think I've ever been to that location. So I'm pretty excited for this. It's going to be probably cold, whatever, early February. Um, I think it's going to be a great start to the year. Pretty excited about it. All right. And after that, um, later on in the year, I believe this is going to be in April, um, I'm doing the Coyote Trail Run at the Cleburne State Park. Uh, probably just a 25K. This is going to be two laps, so around 15 and a half miles maybe the one lap. Um, it's a really, it's a really great training location cause it is very rocky and up and down. It's also got some switchbacks and some different, you know, types of terrain there. It's a really cool place. I'm actually running there later today with a, a local running club, but it's, it's just a couple weeks before my a race and we'll get into that in a second. So that's from, uh, I'm not, I don't want to do anything too crazy. Of course, a couple weeks before, but I think it'd be a really great like kind of a primer, um, for that. Um, so that's, if, if you're in the area around Cleveland state park, I've always heard it's, it's a good tough trail. Um, have plenty, I've had some buddies run it and it's, it is what it is. It'll, it'll tear you up, but it's a, it's a really cool location. But 
so before that, it's it's getting ready for my A race, like I said. So what's my A race? The plan is to do uh, a new PR for me in distance at the Chupacabra 50. So it'll be a 50 miler. Uh, this is put on by the Texas Outlaw Running Crew. Uh, that's who I assistant race direct with, with Briston. Um, this is going to be on May 4th at the Copper Break State Park in Texas here. And I'm, I've never been to that park. I've heard cool things. Pretty excited about it. Uh, it's going to be during the summer. It's going to be warm. It's going to be a new distance, a new location. Uh, it's going to be something special. I'm very excited, super stoked for it. Um, it's going to be a great, you know, a new new thing, a new endeavor, something hard to do to challenge myself. Um, and that's the goal, to finish strong and, you know, finish happy. So, <laughs> but how do I get to those goals? Uh, you got to put enough training, or as I like to say, give enough dang to make it happen. So, that's that's kind of wrangling up also with 2024 is put a little more miles, be more consistent at least also. Um, I, I want to do like a week straight because um, I've never done that, like ran every day, at least do a 5K. <laughs> do a 5K every day for a week. I think that would be fun. And then you get to, maybe I'll get to the point that my buddy, uh, who I'll talk about in a second here, well, I'll, now, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, my buddy Will, who's been on here a couple times, He's going out tomorrow, I think, for New Year's Eve uh, for 12 hours straight at a, at a course around here, a trail that's that's pretty rocky. That Some parts can get pretty serious, too. And he's like, hey, if y'all want to join me, I'll be out there all day, <laughs> like six to six. I'm like, Will, you're an animal. Uh, that's his plan. And then Jeff is going to be uh, putting in some training, too, for some a lot of speed. He's got a marathon, I think, coming up, uh, if you hadn't heard on our last episode, the roundtable talk with them. Uh, but speaking of those great gents... Uh, we're planning to do a relay together in July. I've wanted to, I've looked into like Ragnaroks or Ragnars, sorry. Um, that's, pre- I like that idea of like a relay, but a long time or over time, how, how the, the strategy and, and how you can do that. Uh, so there, we're doing one called the Lanot, but it's like N-U-I-T. Anyway, it's a nine-hour night race. Um, the The portion that we're doing, I think there's a three-hour, a six-hour, and a nine-hour. Um, you can do a relay or by yourself. Um, this is just a 5K loop. It's at the Cedar Ridge Preserve. Um, this is a really cool trail system. It's very popular. It's got a lot of actually climbing, like like steps built in. Um, a lot of up and down, a bunch of switchbacks, uh, but some nice, like, just kind of sandy soil. Um throughout and some loose gravel pretty cool place it's just a 5k loop and there'll be three of us so essentially you know say say maybe 30 minutes for a 5k we'll get to wait an hour that's been my thought i was like guys uh, last year um the relay team however many laps adds up to 47 like 0.5 miles but it was like 47 and a half miles done uh that that was first place last year um you get an hour essentially like to break. So we really be, you know, moving, but it is at night. So you're in your headlamp, it's going to be hot. I think it's in, I think it's in July. Uh, but it's just going to be a unique kind of, you know, a distance relay, real cool, you know, with, with some buddies or a team, which also um, is really cool that this, this company is putting this on is that all the, the proceeds benefit um, their equipped disciples program. It's a nonprofit organization uh, in Texas, but it equips uh, for Bible study leaders in remote areas of like the Dominican Republic, uh, Congo, and Rwanda to help them get Bibles out there so they can spread the gospel and spread the word and let people, you know, have the good book, the tool to learn about Jesus. Uh, 
uh, it's that's awesome, right? Something I was reading in Colossians recently, um, I wrote down, took a note, I had to grab my, my notebook here. Um, but Colossians 1, uh, nope, 1. It's first chapter, verse 29. Anyway, uh, Paul says, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. I wrote that down because I thought that was very like relatable. It says he strenuously contends with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in him. It's not easy, right? That essentially at the walk is not easy. It's hard to even understand or to, you know, contend with what great things can be done or what he, what you know, the Lord wants to do in you. But this race I wanted to do, trying to plan out the year, found something later in the year. I know the location, uh, the relay was a great idea. Um, and then at night is pretty unique. And just for nine hours, it's, it's not that bad. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, so that's going to be exciting. Looking forward to that. We'll see if I actually uh, attempt an FKT this year, this coming year, whatever, 2024. Uh, I tossed around the idea a lot last year. Um, so maybe this will, maybe this will be it. Um, the FKT, it runs through that, this park actually. Um, it's all the little cedar parks connected. Um, is pretty neat out there. But that's pretty much it. So, uh, if you have any awesome ideas or plans, or if you're going to be any of these races, and please let me know, along with the road shoe uh, comment, if you would, uh, full steam audio at outlook.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is Light on the Trail podcast, guys, and may the dirt be forever under your feet. <laughs>